Well, welcome, sports fans, to the Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County Basketball Adams County and Heritage Basketball Coaches Show, hosted by the West End Restaurant. I'm Matt Conversay. I'll be your host for this morning. Thanks for Mike Mockey for filling in for a couple weeks. And, of course, we've been a couple weeks off. And as you can tell, because I'm still chewing bacon, very professional, that uh, we are indeed at the West End Restaurant. So come out uh, and get yourself some breakfast. Let's quickly look at the scores from the area last night. First in boys basketball. It was Angola over Prairie Heights 66 to 37. Dwanger defeated Carroll 74 to 65. It was Fremont over Cherubusco 66 to 51. In the lone NE8 boys game of the night, it was Huntington North over East Noble 58 to 43. In the SAC conference, Lures defeated Concordia 59 to 48. It was Snyder over Northrop 47 to 33. Homestead defeated Southside 50-40. And then in uh, another game, it was Blackhawk Christian over Mishawaka Marion uh, 70-54. In high school girls basketball last night, uh, it was uh, Jay County over Bluffton in the eighth, in an ACAC battle 40-24. Dwanger defeated Carroll 60-55. It was Fremont over Cherubusco 47-41. Columbia City defeated Belmont 52-37. It was DeKalb over New Haven, 59-37. Bishop Lures defeated Concordia by 20 points, 53-33. It was Wayne over Northside, 64-46. Central Noble defeated Garrett, 39-29. It was Adam Central over Heritage, 42-16. Homestead took out Southside by a wide margin, 70-28. East Noble, uh, in a bit of an upset, defeated Huntington North, 61-44. It was Norwell over Leo, 73-31. South Adams... Defeated Southern Wells 53-26. to And when we return on the Leakey Brothers Plumbing and Heating uh, High School Basketball Coaches Show, we'll talk with the head coach of the Belmont Braves in his first season, Mr. Peyton Selking, right after this on Z92.7. Think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street Indicator, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates, Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5, Monday through Thursday, till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. Do you know all of the services available at Decatur Hardware and Rental? We cut keys, ship UPS packages, color match paint, test pool water, cut and thread pipe, cut glass, replace window screens, rent U-Haul trucks and trailers, and fill propane tanks. We're here to help you with your home repair and improvement projects. In our rental department with lawn and garden, paints and stains, hand tools, fasteners, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your local hardware store since 1972. Located across from Bungie, Decatur Hardware and Rental. Do it best. We select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, 
needs. Ask us about the No Problem Company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North and Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. Hi, this is Jared from the West End Restaurant in Decatur. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our patrons for all their support over the years. This year we're celebrating 135 years in business. We're open six days a week, closed on Sundays, so stop in for some of the old favorites like the bread at Tenderloin, our fish, onion rings, burgers and fries. We also have some newer items, uh, grilled West End cod, pecan tilapia, grilled salmon, and plank salmon. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner specials, so stop by at the corner of 7th and Monroe in Decatur. Well, welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating High School Basketball Coaches Show, hosted by the West End Restaurant, where it's now time to talk with the. Can uh, we have the boys coaches in this morning? It's now time to talk with the head coach of the Belmont Braves, Mr. Peyton Selking. Good morning, Peyton. Morning, Matt. Thanks for having me this morning. And, uh, Coach, uh, obviously it's been a while since we talked here on the coaches' show, but uh, um, since that time, um, we'll uh, just. Uh, Get, uh, touch on a couple games here. Actually, uh, let's see. I think you were three and one the last time we talked, and uh, you've uh, won. Uh, what, what is that? Eight of your last nine ball games. So uh, off to a really good start this year. You're sitting at ten and two. Um, so you had a couple tune-up games. Uh, I guess we'll call them tune-up games. Uh, you never know going into the season whether they're going to be tune-up games or not. Uh, with, with Heritage and Garrett. Um, uh, some home cooking before you went on the road for a long road stretch. Road stretch, but let's talk a little bit about those Heritage and, and Garrett games. Uh, basically, identical final score: sixty-three to thirty-eight and sixty-one to twenty, and uh, some good early season success for you. Yeah, those were a couple good home wins for us um, early in the season. We don't get a ton of home games. We're kind of backloaded this year with home games, so we were happy to get the opportunity to play at home against Heritage and Garrett. Um, those were two of our best defensive efforts of the year. Um, we kind of sped both of them up and turned them over, and when you can speed people up and create some turnovers, it's easy to play in the full court, um, and that's what we did. We were up, I think we were up 23-3 to on on Garrett just because of our defensive intensity. Um, and against Heritage, you know, they scored the first basket of the game, and I think we scored the next 17 or 19 points. Um, but that's all that's all defensive effort for us, and the guys played really well. And then, Coach, uh, I think you, I mean, when you look at a schedule, and you know kids are looking at these schedules too, and they're looking at scores, so they know what's going on. Oh, yeah. um, and, and you're looking at, at two really big games for you, a game at New Haven and a game at Adam Central. Um, always start off the conference season with New Haven, and uh, uh, New Haven's normally a, a really good club. No uh, difference this year, a really good club. And I know you were looking at that as, as a big, real early season test and a, a really important early conference game. Yeah, New Haven's always a tough way um, for us to start the conference season, especially on the road. Um, that's a place we hadn't won, I think, since 2005. So we knew we were going to have our hands full. Um, New Haven did not have their leading scorer in a Johnny Washington that night. Um, but they're still a great basketball team, um, and that was a huge win for us. Uh, to pick up a first conference win against a good team like New Haven, that was a big one. And uh, I think it was a game, if I remember right, that was pretty close in the first half, and then you guys kind of took control of that game in the second half. Yeah, it was back and forth the entire first half. Um, I told the guys at halftime, you know, it kind of felt like 
everything went their way. They had some guys hit some really tough shots in that first half. Um, and as well as I thought they played, um, we hit a shot with about three seconds left to go up by two, and then they throw in a, a three-quarter th- three court shot that banks in at the buzzer, and we're down one. Um, but you walk into the locker room, and, and guys are fully locked in, like, hey, coach, we know that's the best half of basketball they have. Um, so if we can lock in defensively, we're going to be all right. And that's exactly what they did. Um, I think we held them to 15 or 16 points in that second half um, and ended up with a with a 15-point win on the road against New Haven. It's a, it's a great one for us. And uh, then, Coach, I know uh, one that uh, um, uh, is always circled on a calendar every year, but, but especially this year, Adam Central, an outstanding program uh, with Coach McClure, and they have a really outstanding team this year, you know, we're like five miles apart, and uh-huh. and uh, uh, you had to travel to the hangar in Monroe. And, uh, uh, like, if the game was on ESPN, I guess they just called it an instant classic, right? And it was. And, uh, it was, it was and just game. to play in those atmospheres are, is pretty awesome. Yeah, it was fun for the boys to play in an atmosphere like that. Um, you don't you don't get crowds like that at every game. Um, and playing down in Monroe is always always tough to do, and we knew this. This Adam Central team is loaded, um, so we knew we were going to have our hands full. They're good at every position, um, playing in front of a big crowd, playing at a, at Adam Central. We knew we were going to have our hands full, um, but like you said, this was one we had circled on our calendars, and it maybe didn't maybe didn't start the way we wanted, being down 14 there midway through the second quarter. Uh, it's not necessarily how we drew it up, but I was really proud of the toughness and the resiliency of of our group um, to come back and hit some big shots in that second quarter and then kind of a back-and-forth game the entire second half and to tough one out on the road against a great basketball team. Again, just really proud of the of the effort of our guys. And then uh, a week later, you uh, play in a, a 16-team tournament uh, at uh, Richmond, which uh, uh, a big challenge. A lot of schools there bigger than you guys are, a lot of 4A schools there. And uh, you end up dropping your first game to Bloomington South, a 4A school, and uh, and then you you follow that up uh, w- with a nice recovery and, and winning your last three games of that tournament. So uh, why don't you talk a little bit about just leading into that tournament because you played Adam Central on a on a Friday night, then you had Christmas on Monday, then on a on a Thursday Friday you're playing in the, this big tournament, and uh, uh, tournaments like that are always uh, one of those deals that are kind of unique because. It's, it's a way different situation. You're playing like an afternoon game and then a late night game and, and your scouting's all jacked up because you, especially the second day, you have no idea who you're going to play. So why don't you just talk a little bit about just what goes into a tournament like that? Yeah, it was different. Um, we knew we were going to have our hands full down there. There's a lot of, a lot of good basketball teams, a lot of good basketball programs. And we, we started with one of the best basketball programs in the state in, uh, in Bloomington South. It was a heck of a challenge for us, but that's what we knew we, what we signed up for, and that's what these guys need. Um, they need to be pushed. They need to play physical basketball games, and that's what we got with Bloomington South. They kind of they kind of beat us up a little bit um, and showed that hey, you guys you guys might be ranked in 3A. You might have you know you're off to a seven and one start, but we don't care. We're gonna we're gonna push you around and be physical with you. Um, and I think we quickly realized hey, we haven't made it yet. We still have plenty of things to work on, um, but after that, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little different to to sit for a couple hours and you know you go and check into a hotel and 
come back and you have another game against an Indianapolis team. Um, you stay the night in Richmond and wake up for two more games on, on Friday. So it was definitely a different um, different setup, something we haven't done before. Um, but it was great for our guys. Had you told me we were going to go 3-1 and one before before we left, I, I probably would have taken it. I would have liked to, to win the first one to play in that winner's side of the bracket. But um, to respond after a tough loss to Bloomington South with three victories is, is good for me. And especially, Coach, when you look at that first game, uh, you, you play in the afternoon, then like you said, you sit around for a few hours, so you're never sure how your kids are going to react, and you play Indianapolis Cena, and uh, uh, you end up with an overtime victory, so you had to be pretty proud of how your kids responded to that loss against Bloomington South. Yeah, I was uh, I was more proud of our response on Friday. Um, I thought we were a little, little sluggish still Thursday night. We were still kind of licking our wounds from uh, the morning game with Bloomington South, but the tough one out against Indianapolis Cicino was was great. Um, an overtime win, a hard-fought battle. But then to turn around Friday, waking up sore after two tough games on Thursday to get a big win against Indianapolis Homeschool and then to play a good Seton Catholic team um, in a game where I, I feel like we – I felt like we played our best basketball. Um, I was really proud of, of the effort on Friday. And then uh, Coach uh – you get a, a little bit of time off. Of course, you got New Year's in there, but uh, now you get into the throes of your conference season. Uh, you actually, and, and I don't know if you like this or not, Coach, but you're like halfway through your season. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I think I you've played more games than anybody else in the I state. I can't believe we're, we're halfway through already. And uh, now you got a situation where uh, uh, you get one, two, three, four, five, six conference games in a row, but you get a week to prepare for each conference game, and, and that starts tonight. At Columbia City, and I know we were talking before you go on the air, uh, their record's not that great, but uh, folks need to realize that it has nothing to do with how good of a ball club they are. No, don't be fooled by a 7-6 and six record. Um, Columbia City is one of the best teams in our, in our area. To beat a program like Blackhawk Christian, to beat Carroll out of Fort Wayne, uh, those are two of the best wins that anybody has in our area. Um, one of our losses, Fort Wayne Concordia, um, was a close loss for Columbia City in a game that Columbia City was up double digits most of the way. So we got our hands full tonight. Um, we're really looking forward to the challenge. Well, Coach, uh, congratulations on the 10-2 uh, and two start, and uh, we will talk to you in a couple weeks uh, on the Coach's Show again. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. That's Coach Pey- Peyton Selking of the uh, Belmont Braves. And when we return to the Leakey Brothers Plumbing and Heating High School Basketball Coaches Show hosted by the West End Restaurant. We'll talk with the head coach of the Adam Central Flying Jets, Mr. Aaron McClure, right after this on Z92.7. We are proud to serve you in so many ways. Hi, this is Tina from Innovative Concepts Audio Video, and now is a great time to think about Remote Start. Home security systems and cameras, home theater systems, plus whole home Wi-Fi and networking. Additionally, we offer computer service and cleanup service checks. Rely on Innovative Concepts Audio Video, 1421 Manchester Street Indicator. We bring technology to you. Recognized as the area's premier trailer store, Indiana Trailer Sales and More continues to expand, including snow plows, salt spreaders, toolboxes, and accessories. Sheds, Hollywood furniture, Country Clipper Zero Turn mowers, Furman generators, Makita outdoor power equipment, also Echo trimmers, chainsaws, spreaders, sprayers, and pressure washers, plus electric walk-behind mowers. 521 South 13th Street, Indiana Trailer Sales and More, 
sells, service, parts, and accessories. The iconic Case and Court Shop on US 27 on the north side of Geneva is your hometown stop for the best selection of beer, liquor, and everything else you've been looking for. Whether it's your favorite beer for an evening on the porch with friends, a hard seltzer for a trip to Rainbow Lake, or all the ingredients to make your favorite cocktail, stop into the Case and Court and grab what you need, or browse through our extensive selection if you're not quite sure what you're after. They boast one of the best selections of bourbon and whiskey in Zealand, and the Case and Court would love to help you with the special order you need to make your party preparations complete. Stop in today at the Case and Court in Geneva. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Layman Feed Mill on Triple Zero in Burn has been carrying the fine line of Hubbard Feed and OptiCare products for nearly 50 years. Hubbard has the products you need to help your livestock perform profitably. Hubbard products are performance proven in laboratory research and on-farm trials. Layman Feed Mill can offer professional assistance for all your livestock needs. Dairy cattle, beef cattle, swine, poultry, sheep, horses, and pets. You can count on Layman Feed Mill on Triple Zero in Burn for quality Hubbard products. Welcome back to the Leak D Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County Basketball Coaches Show. I gotta get used to saying high school basketball coaches show. It's not just the Adams County Coaches Show anymore. But we're now joined by the uh, head coach of the Adams Central Flying Jets, Mr. Aaron McClure. And uh, coach, good morning. Hey, good morning. Happy New Year. Yeah, been a good New Year. And I was just just realized here right before we went on the air that the uh, the last time I was doing some coaching duties, so Mike Maki was here, and uh, you guys just did a, basically a season preview because you hadn't played any games yet because of the success of your football team. So we just talked to a guy who's halfway through his year, and uh, uh, because of your football team, it's just kind of the way your schedule's worked out over the years that uh, uh, your January is crazy full of basketball games, and uh, you only got six games in this year. Yeah, I think we were the last team, literally the last team in the state. That's not just like a kind of a random statement. We were the last team in the state of Indiana to play a game this year, and uh, um, and as a result, we're going to be pretty pretty heavily loaded, like you said, through January and February here uh, with a lot of games. So uh, we've had a good chance to practice now. Uh, hopefully, we're loaded up on practices, and now we can turn around and start playing. And uh, coach, uh, you've you've got a few games in too, so we'll talk about those. Uh, you, you opened up against Canterbury. Picked up a, a nice victory, and especially the, the first two games of the year, uh, you scored a, a lot of points. And then uh, you went to Woodland, and, uh, um, you know, just kind of the way your schedule always works out, you, you always get a, a, a conference game, like your first, your second, or third game of the year. And, and this year your first game was uh, in the conference was at Woodland, and I know that's a game that you're thinking um, – not only is it a conference game, but it's one of the conference games that's probably going to decide who the conference champion is going to be. And, and you got it on the second game of the year and uh, a high scoring affair, but a 77 to 70 victory up there. Yeah, that was a good first week uh, coming out like that when 
you know, our first game with Canterbury, I think, was their fifth game. Our second game with Woodland, I think, was at least their sixth, maybe their seventh game. Uh, so you just never know when you come out in that situation. The other teams have been practicing for a month and a half, playing a lot of games, and it's your first game. So really against Canterbury, like you mentioned in that first game, kind of our goal was just to kind of survive the first quarter, get through that first quarter, hopefully uh, be with them and, and hang right there, then hopefully start to, to play well throughout the game. Unfortunately, we got off to a great start. We didn't just hang with them. We got off to... Uh, a really good start in that game and ended up winning, I think, 24, 25 points. I think it was maybe 30 at one point uh, against Canterbury, who has who has a good team. And uh, I think that was evidence that the next night they had a busy week that week. They played us on Tuesday, uh, went to Fort Wayne Lures the next night after getting beat by us by 25 and nearly beat them, lost by two, and then led Fort Wayne Blackhawk by 14 or 15 points that Friday night before ending up losing by four. So um, that certainly... I think it was a good sign for us just how that game went um, early in the season. And then go, went to Woodland Friday night. Again, got off to a pretty good, uh, not, not really a good start. It was seven, I think it was 7-0 on that game, but real quickly swung that uh, game back around, and we were up a little bit at halftime. We were able to kind of pull away in the second half. Uh, uh, Isaac had a really good game scoring that night, 28 or 29 points. Micah had 23 uh, four or five threes, I think, in that game that he hit. Uh, so we, we had some good scoring all the way around, like you said. Both those games were pretty high scoring, and, and quite honestly, that's what we, we would like to see this year in most of our games. Um, but again, part of that's a little bit dictated by the style of play of the other team, and we're certainly going to do everything we can to kind of force tempo in games. Um, but, uh, you know, tonight I think is a good example of that. We play Jake County, a team that wants to slow it down a little bit uh, most of the time, so we're going to have to find ways to continue to push that tempo. Uh, we really don't want to be playing in 30s and 40s. We'd like to see that up in the 60s, maybe even 70s and 80s on occasion. So, uh, But certainly a good first week, and then we came back after that big uh, – Big conference win on Friday night, like you said, uh, a game that uh, both us and Woodland were, were two of the teams I think probably uh, predicted to do pretty well this year in the ACAC. So it was good to get that opening season win despite only being our second game and then followed that up with a good Friday night win on the road over at Parkway. And, and you know, Coach, you talk about wanting it to be high scoring, but that, that Parkway game, um, you, you hold them to 45 and only score 57. So I, I think, and, uh, and I, I know you want it to be higher scoring, but, uh, I, I know you're comfortable with playing games in the 50s and 40s because, uh, uh of your guys' ability and your defense and, and, and your ability to score points in the half court, which, uh, in those, in those closer ball games, those half court scoring situations are, are, uh, amplified. Yeah, I, I think it is for sure. And, you know, we, we talk about games that just every game, every possession is important, right? You know, sometimes you get a lot of attention paid to what happened on the last play or two uh, of the game. But a lot of times it's, it's certainly what, what happened on the first play of the game, the 13th play of the game, right on down the line. And, and uh, the bottom line, uh, you look at statistics and statistical analysis, and over the years I've come to realize probably the most important stat in any basketball game, Matt, is quite simply who scores the most points. Um, what I've noticed is every time you score the most points, they give you the win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what your shooting percentage was, assist-turnover ratio, VPS, free percentage if you score more points uh, <clears throat> it just tends that they they say that you won the ball game so uh, whether that's 57 45 uh, 
whether that's 77-70 uh, game to game, that's going to dictate that. But uh, uh, one of the things I, I think that that is true, if you go into a game maybe feeling like you're the, the better team or maybe a, whether you're a big favorite or a slight favorite, I think a longer game with more possessions favors the, the better basketball team, uh, uh, where if you're maybe not quite as strong a team, you're trying to find ways to slow it down, shorten the possessions. I always say, you know, if, if, if I took Adam Central over to Purdue and we challenged Purdue to a scrimmage and it was going to be a one-minute scrimmage, and what, you know, um, we'd maybe have a chance to win the ball game, right? I'm, I would mm-hmm. assume Edie could outjump Isaac for the tip, but maybe Purdue misses. Uh, maybe we come down, get a bucket, and we win the game two to zero. But as soon as you play that <clears throat> game over the course of 40 minutes, clearly right. we're not going to beat yeah. Purdue, right? Uh, number one team in the country. But so just saying that, I think you, as a, if you feel like you're the stronger team, a lot of times you're wanting to lengthen the game, more possessions, faster pace, um, and if not, you sometimes want to slow it down. And, uh, Coach, you certainly have one of those uh, elite teams in the area this year. And uh, uh, you, you met another elite team in the area uh, on December 22nd on a, on a Friday night at the Hangar Monroe uh, in, in front of a packed house. And uh, what a great atmosphere and uh, uh, really got off to a great start. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those ball games that uh, I believe this year, if you and Belmont played ten times, it'd probably end up being five and five. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right with that. And, and that was a fun ball game from the standpoint. It was, it was our only game that week. I think it was Belmont's only game that week. So we had um, four days to prepare for the game. They had four days to prepare for the game. We had a little chance to rest up from a, from a three-game week prior and in, in, in all the years I've been coaching that game might have had just about as much media hype uh, as any game I remember yeah you uh, had news stations coming down yeah, and talking to all you. the Fort Wayne TV <laughs> stations were there you know the, the Wayne TV obviously does their game of the week every week which gets a lot of attention uh, uh, throughout the week and on Friday night so we were the Wayne 15 game of the week and um, Isaac Schultz was the 21 alive player of the week that week for his performance in the opening week of the season so channel 21 was there uh, with ABC a lot of the week and uh, just every news media outlet print radio etc I was getting phone calls from emails from wanting quotes and all that so I think it it made a very big billing for a ball game you know again that was Belmont uh, I think came into that game maybe five and one something like that Uh, we were three and oh so certainly two very very good basketball teams that that were going to go at it the the crowd didn't disappoint we had a great crowd I I suppose there may have been another seat or two available but it was but it was nearly full Uh, just just a great atmosphere not much better place you can go to watch a high school basketball game than the hangar uh, in Monroe on a night when the gym's really full and the game certainly, I think, lived up to the expectation. We got off to a great start. Like I heard Coach Selking say, we were we were up 14 at some point there, uh, probably about the four-and-a-half, five-minute mark of the second quarter. I, I know it was right about there because I know from the time we were up 33-19, to 19, there were eight possessions between the 33-19 the to 19 lead for Adams Central and the end of the half, and, and Belmont then made their run. We went six possessions in a row didn't score um, had missed a couple wide open threes got a had a charge call go against us that might have resulted in a bucket uh, we, we had a turnover in there uh, and that was when grab and crawl give him credit he got hot knocked down a couple threes and that 14 point lead uh, kind of dissipated and again I think in a, in a good ball game you can say well boy Adam Central really let that one get away right well you could say that Belmont really let it get away in the first quarter so right <laughs> I think anytime you have good teams there's going to be up and down moments and and, um, you know, if you get down 25 or 30, there's probably not much you can do. But, um, you know, when it's, it's anywhere, for any, as long as you're under 
15 points, give or take a little bit. You know, you can get hot. The other team misses a couple shots and give Belmont credit. They got right back in the game, uh, like Coach Selkin commented a little bit ago. So we go into halftime. Uh, I think we were down one. We had a foul at the end of the first half that, that Shiman stepped up and knocked down three free throws, which was a, 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 a kind of a swing play for them there, I think, just to get a little bit of momentum going into halftime. Uh, but then the second half was just a battle. It was back and forth. We were up two. We were down three, up one, down two, just, just back and forth. I don't think either team got up more than three or four points uh, in the second half. And just, just a real slugfest. And I think the fans uh, probably got to see what they came for. Um, you know, just any time you have a game like that that is close, it's going to come down to one or two plays. I always kind of feel like uh, a game like that's going to come down to who's, who's up by two that forces the other team to foul. And it right. just so happened that when we got down to about a minute and a half, uh, Belmont was the team up by two. And uh, to their credit, they went 16 for 17 from the foul line in the game. The only one that they did miss, they got a rebound. And uh, Cord Filling had a nice kind of a, a turnaround reverse layup uh, that was kind of a swing play in that game as well. But, uh, um, again, early season game for us. It was only our fourth game of the year, so it was good to go up and have to play a team of Belmont's caliber. They're, they're, I, I think they're a, a legitimate top-10 team in, in 3A this year. I think we're probably the same in 2A. And kind of like you said, if we play each other 10 times, it might be 50 50, give or take a little bit. Um, but to their to their credit, they got the win that night, and that's why we've got a one in the loss column right now instead of a zero. And uh, But I think that was a game where I think we grew. I think we saw some things we need to work on, uh, some things we can continue to improve on, and uh, just a, a good all-around game by both teams that, that Belmont came out on top. Then, Coach, I uh, just got a couple minutes left here with you. Um, uh, you, you travel to Eastbrook a week later, uh, pick up a victory, and, and on a double weekend uh, with some tired legs early in the season, uh, you really put it to Norwell at, at home with a, a 62-30 to victory. And uh, um, two pretty impressive victories for your team on, on a back-to-back weekend. Yeah, it was good. Uh, road game at Eastbrook, a game going in that we were probably favored to win. Uh, Eastbrook is definitely a much improved team. They got a couple young kids, a freshman in particular, that can really shoot the ball this year. Um, and that was a game we were just kind of able to pull away. Um, you know, last year we had really kind of put it to them pretty badly. And I think sometimes when you have that in the back of your mind, your kids, it's hard to forget the game last year. Uh, but Eastbrook's a much improved team. I think it was, we were only up two or three at the end of the first quarter. I think it was 13 at halftime, and we might have got it up. 20, 25 points at some point there in the second half and, and just kind of pulled away. But like you said, this we had a double weekend. This is kind of a strange year, Matt. I mean, you obviously are, you and I are about the same age, so we remember certainly the days of the Friday-Saturday doubleheaders yep. back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Those were just kind of the norm. Uh, I think last year we might have had one or two of those. We have six or seven double weekends this year, and um, which is a lot of fun, I think. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, you Friday, Saturday night games tend to get better crowds than weeknight games. And, you know, so we came out with that Norwell game. We had a road game at Eastbrook. We actually hosted our elementary by-county tourney. So oh, I was good planning on your part, huh? Six o'clock <laughs> on Saturday morning so that we had a full day of full day of basketball. And uh, But it came out, uh, we got off to a good start in that Norwell game. And, you know, it was a game we thought we could win if we played well, but we know they're a very uh, quality opponent. Um, certainly did not expect to run them out of the gym as badly as we did. I mean, we were one point away from a running clock there in the second half and uh, uh, held them to, to, I guess they got a last-second bucket there to get to 30. But uh, from that standpoint, I, I'd say maybe, you know, certainly thought it was a ball game we could win, but I, I don't know that in my 
wildest dreams. I would have necessarily thought we'd have them down by 32 points when that final buzzer went off. So our kids played really well. Um, you know, I think last year is kind of kind of in the same boat, a late start, and we really kind of turned that corner uh, once we got into the new year. And um, hopefully we'll continue to see good play out of us this year. A very, very big game tonight with Jay County. Uh, whoever wins this ball game tonight is uh, uh, going to have a kind of have the upper hand in, in the conference race, I guess you could say. A lot of ball to play yet. Um, but um, we're both sitting right now. They're, I think, 2-0, and and they're both 1-0 in the conference. Uh, so we're just hitting that conference drive. It's certainly a big ball game tonight with Jay County. And uh, then, Coach, uh, I'll see you on Tuesday night because you have the conference tournament. So uh, uh, good luck tonight, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Matt. That's Coach Aaron, Aaron McClure of the Adam Central Flying Jets, and we'll be back with the head coach of the South Adam Starfires, Mr. Garrett Crick, when we return right after this on Z92.7. Hi, this is Tina with Innovative Concepts Audio Video, your local premier technology provider. Do you need a new computer? A wide assortment of name brand PCs and laptops are offered in store. Custom systems can also be built to ensure it is perfect fit for you. Software solutions and repair services are available for your current PC as well. Trouble running your smart devices? Is your Wi-Fi slow? Let us help you design, install, and configure a Wi-Fi system to meet your needs. Call or stop in today or see us on the web at icav.us. We bring technology to you. Hi, this is Jared from the West End Restaurant in Decatur. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our patrons for all their support over the years. This year we're celebrating 135 years in business. We're open six days a week, closed on Sundays, so stop in for some of the old favorites like the bread at Tenderloin, our fish, onion rings, burgers and fries. We also have some newer items, uh, grilled West End cod, pecan tilapia, grilled salmon, and plank salmon. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner specials, so stop by at the corner of 7th and Monroe in Decatur. Are you planning for the best? Healthier calves, heavier weaning weight, and more pregnant cows that put more money in your pocket? Hubbard Feeds Blueprint Program offers a new approach to mineral supplementation. Extensive research shows that peak performance is possible with Blueprint. So plan for the best this season by using Blueprint Minerals from Hubbard Feed. Contact Lehman Feed Mill on triple zero in Burn and take your herd's performance to the next level. Recognized as the area's premier trailer store, Indiana Trailer Sales & More continues to expand, including snow plows, salt spreaders, toolboxes, and accessories. Sheds, Hollywood furniture, Country Clipper zero-turn mowers, Furman generators, Makita outdoor power equipment, also Echo trimmers, chainsaws, spreaders, sprayers, and pressure washers, plus electric walk-behind mowers. 521 South 13th Street, Indiana Trailer Sales & More, Sales, service, parts, and accessories. Do you know all of the services available at Decatur Hardware and Rental? We cut keys, ship UPS packages, color match paint, test pool water, cut and thread pipe, cut glass, replace window screens, rent U-Haul trucks and trailers, and fill propane tanks. We're here to help you with your home repair and improvement projects. In our rental department with lawn and garden, paints and stains, hand tools, fasteners, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your local hardware store since 1972. Located across from Bungie, Decatur Hardware and Rental. Do it best. Welcome back to the Lake D Brothers Plumbing and Heating uh, High School Basketball Coaches Show, hosted by the West End Restaurant. Quickly, last night in girls basketball, local scores. It was Jay County over Bluffton, 40-24. It's Columbia City over Belmont, 52-37. to 
And it was Adam Central over Heritage, 42 to 16. And it was Norwell over Leo, 73 to 31. And South Adams defeated Southern Wells, 53 to 26. And we're now joined by the head coach of the uh, South Adams Starfires, Mr. Garrett Craig. Good morning, coach. Good morning. How's it going today? Good. How are you doing? I oh, can't complain. Did, is it uh, this bad in the south as it is? Uh, is, is the weather you know, pretty much consistent you know, all the way up? The moment I got into Adams County, it looked like they, you know, were salting the roads and plowing it. But uh, maybe the Jay County people slept in a little bit today. Cause it, was, it was a little rough getting here at the start. But once I got to Adams County, it was all good. All right, Coach. Since the uh, last time we were on the the coaches' show, uh, uh, you you did have three straight home games, uh, including a game at uh, against Heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, off to a, a little bit of a slow start this year at one and seven, but why don't we talk about that heritage game a little bit? Uh, ended up with a, a 45-29 victory for the Patriots. Yeah, you know, um, obviously heritage was much more athletic than we were, and um, you know, you look around the state. I think we probably have the smallest team in the state of Indiana, so we have to do some things a little differently than a lot of other teams have to. And uh, you know, we have to try to control tempo, and you know, we got to work on making sure that we're swarming on the inside quite a bit. Uh, you know, and I thought we did a great, good job at the beginning. Obviously, uh, Heritage, you know, they hit some shots. They got some shots inside with the Washington kid. You know, he's about six five, six six, a good athlete, and uh, he really hurt us. Uh, you know, once we got down a little bit, we had to do some things. We had to come out and trap a little bit, uh, try to pick up the pace, and that's just not quite where we're at yet as a team. And, uh, you know, credit to them, uh, the, the Meyer kid hit some shots, and, you know, once they got rolling, we had to come out and extend a little bit, a little bit more. But, um, you know, our kids battled the entire time, I thought. And, uh, you know, I think we had it within 10 at one point. And, unfortunately, you know, just towards the end of the game, they just kind of pulled away from us. Then, Coach, uh, a game which uh, I got to broadcast. Uh, you hosted Monroe Central, um, a, a team with a, a pretty good record coming in. And uh, although the final score was 51-32, to 32, as, I was, yeah. as I was broadcasting that ball game, uh, it was a game where, where you guys fell behind early, right? And uh, but you know there were stretches in that ball game where, where not only did you play with them, but but you outplayed them. Right. So yeah, I think I, if you, uh, if you I look mean, back at the box score, we we outscored in the second half. Um, you know, maybe that's credit to they just had a big lead at halftime. They can relax in the third quarter a little bit, but um, you know we we started off very poor. Um, I think. We were 0 of 12 to start the game. And yes, then, I remember that now. And then yeah. Titus Lehman banked in a three at the buzzer. I think you know at, <laughs> in the first quarter we were down you know 14 to three, 15 to three, something like that. And uh, and, and I just want to interject here that it, it wasn't like you were 0 for 12 on terrible shots. Oh no, I, yeah, I mean they were, they were all makeable shots they were and great looks and, and good <laughs> looks and uh, just nothing with fault. You know then uh, and they they had Monroe Central had interesting game plan. You know. Um, Obviously, Owen and Titus are both very good scorers. You know, if you look at our stats, they're you know they're two kids that score above ten points a game for us. We don't score a lot of points to begin with, anyway. You know, we're at around you know that thirty-seven. Uh, you know, and Titus is at about fifteen, sixteen points a game, and Owen's around twelve. So, um, you know, they they kind of had a little bit of a junk defense with us. Uh, you know, they chased those two, and they just let everybody else just you know hopefully try to beat us. And uh, Derek McCain did a great job. He hit three threes for us that game, which. You know, that's a kid that can really shoot the basketball. And, um, you know, as a sophomore having to come in to play some varsity for us, you know, it's a learning experience for him. So uh, he's starting to get a little more confidence, hit some shots, which uh, was nice to see. But, um, you know, I think at halftime it was 32 to, I want to say, 12. I think we were down 20 points at halftime. And, um, 
and it wasn't necessarily the fact that we were turning the basketball over. It was the fact that we just could not put that ball in the basket. And um, and the Easton kid inside for them, he's about six six, and when he stretches his arms out, he's like he's seven four. He was he was a long, athletic kid. But um, you know, second half, our kids responded really well. I think we actually cut it to within ten, um, and then we I think we went down. We missed a shot. Uh, they split us for a layup. Um, and then we went down, we missed another shot, and then I think they hit a three to go back up 15 points to start the fourth quarter. Um, you know, and from there, it was back and forth a little bit. Um, you know, and once, you know, they kind of they kind of got rolling a little bit. We got in that five foul mark. Uh, they hit some free throws. So, um, you know, but I think we outscored them. I think it was 22 to 17 in that second half. And I told the kids at the end of the game, I was like, guys, we can play with anybody. We just got put together for 32 minutes. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that, that, that game's a testament to that fact, and uh, it's nice to be able to go out to film and, you know, not just have a, a, a three- or four-minute stretch where you're like, hey, we can play with people. you got a whole half you can show them that's like, you know, uh, uh, we can do this, but, but like you kind of lean to a little bit when you talk about the Heritage game, um, with, with, with South Adams' level of, of play, you're, you're just at a situation where, um, you you, you kind of got to play perfect for 32 minutes, and yeah. that that's a that's a tough call for any yeah, team. Yeah, you know it, that is very difficult. Our, I did not tell the kids all the time. Our margin of error is so small because, um, you know, we force a team into a bad shot, which I would think is a bad shot, um, and we miss one box out. We miss one of those box outs. That guy gets the rebound. You know, they get an extra possession out of it, basically. So, um, you know, and I, we t- we talk about that all the time at practice about you know. Um, you know, the kids get mad at me all the time, but we'll do some five-on-five drills, and, you know, the JV team will take a shot. They miss it. We get a rebound, but I said, no, we're still on defense because, you know, so-and-so didn't box out, you know. Four of us did, but that fifth person decided not to. So, you know, technically it doesn't count as a stop for us. So, um, and it's a learning experience for a lot of them. And, um, like I said, with our with our lack of size at times, you know, I think there's been times where uh, we have five kids out there that are below six foot. So um, we have to – we have to really, you know, dig in deep with, uh, you know, try to be gritty on the core, on defense. You know, we're trying to, um, you know, be physical and use our quickness a little bit better to our advantage. But um, the kids are definitely getting better about that. And then, Coach, uh, you go uh, a couple days later on uh, the Friday before Christmas and uh, you host Fort Recovery. Right. And uh, uh, a very close ball game in uh, Fort Recovery ended up getting you by two points. Yeah, you know, um, it was a back and forth game. Um, Fort Recovery is very long. They were six four, six four, six four, six three, and then I'm glad they decided to start their you know five eight point guard instead of their six two point guard. So um, it was a little change of pace with that. Um, they're a team that slows the game down anyway, so it kind of plays into our favor as well. Um, but we. We got down, I think, within we were, we were within six um, to start the fourth quarter, and Owen Wanna really got hot. He hit three threes for us in that fourth quarter. Um, you know, we were kind of on the back of Titus Lehman for the, you know, the first three quarters of that game, and uh, Owen really kind of took over there in the fourth. Um, hit a big three to tie the game up with about ten seconds left. Um, they went down the court, called a timeout. Um, set up, you know, get a shot for the last second shot. We actually cut them off on what they wanted to do, and. Uh, you know, uh, Overman kid, he's probably about six one, really good guard for him. Um, just had to create, and he hit a pull-up shot over Owen, and Derek McCain was also right there contesting the shot, just right at the buzzer, you know, went in. So, um, you know, kids are very disappointed. I told the kids, uh, you know, that's our eighth game of the year, and I said that's the first time I thought we played well for 32 minutes. So um, hopefully we can, you know, 
we realize, you know, this is how we can play. We can do these things. We can compete with these, you know, athletic teams that, you know, probably have a little more skill than we do. But, you know, if we can be disciplined, you know, we can control tempo, we got a chance to beat them. And uh, I think that really opened up the eyes of those kids. Um, and then, unfortunately, as we kind of got rolling there, um, we had a long break. <laughs> um, so we'll see how things go tonight. Right. You haven't played since then. And uh, you got a game tonight at Blackford. And then uh, we'll, we'll see you on Tuesday night in the ACAC tournament. Absolutely. So uh, Blackford tonight? Yeah, you know, Blackford played last night. They lost to Madison Grant um, by five, I want to say. And, and Blackford's good. Um, they got they start four guards, and then the Oxley kid is an ox inside. Um, he is strong. He's athletic. Um, you know, and their four guards are just so quick and explosive going to the basket. And um, at any given moment, one of them can go off, you know, for 15 points. Um you know, uh, the least kids, their leading scorer, and I guess last night I went and watched them play, at least only had four points. Uh, the Baker kid had 17 points. The Wells kid, who only averages, you know, about seven points a game, had 14 points. So um, That probably didn't make you feel very yeah, good. Yeah, you know, you kind of pick your poison here <laughs> a little bit, you know. They, and that's the thing. They, they, they've got those kids that can score. They don't have to rely on, you know, maybe just one kid to score for them. They've got multiple kids that uh, can put the ball in the basket. So it will be a good test for us. Um, you know, obviously we haven't played, and, you know, they just got done playing a, a close, intense conference game. So uh, we'll see how things go. But uh, we had, you know, good Christmas break practices, and I uh, feel good about where we're at right now. Well, Coach, uh, good luck tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday when you play Adam Central. Absolutely. Hey, thank you so much. Coach Garrett Craig of the South Adam Starfires. We'll be back with Coach Kyle Sovine of the Heritage Patriots right after this on Z92.7. The iconic Case and Court Shop on US 27 on the north side of Geneva is your hometown stop for the best selection of beer, liquor, and everything else you've been looking for. Whether it's your favorite beer for an evening on the porch with friends, a hard seltzer for a trip to Rainbow Lake, or all the ingredients to make your favorite cocktail, stop into the Case and Court and grab what you need, or browse through our extensive selection if you're not quite sure what you're after. They boast one of the best selections of bourbon and whiskey in Zealand, and the Case and Court would love to help you with the special order you need to make your party preparations complete. Stop in today at the Case and Court in Geneva. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street Indicator, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates, Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5, Monday through Thursday, till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. We select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, ask us about the no-problem company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North and Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. It all comes down to this. The Colts host the Texans this Saturday in a win-and-you're-in regular season finale. Coverage of the Colts on ZBD brought to you by Decatur Dental, Innovative Concepts Audio Video, Craigville Appliance, Adams Memorial Hospital, and by Edward Jones of Decatur. 
This is Matt Taylor, and join me, Rick Venturi, and Lara Overton on Saturday night at Lucas Oil Stadium. Kickoff is set for 8.15 with countdown to kickoff at 7.30. On Channel Z, 92.7 FM. Welcome back to the West End Restaurant, side of the Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating High School Basketball Coaches Show, and just ahead of State High School Wrestling, which will be coming up, I believe, at uh, 9.45. And uh, we've now reached the time in a show for our final coach of the morning, Mr. Kyle Sovine in his first year as the Heritage Patriots head coach. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, being here. My first opportunity to interview you, so I'm looking forward to it. And uh, just noticed here right before we went on the air that, uh, uh, well, let's just talk about tonight to start, why don't we, and the fact that uh, you host Southern Wells. And, uh, <laughs> Coach, not only did I just notice that uh, your last home game was December 1st against Leo. By the way, it's January 6th. After tonight's ball game, since you drew Woodland on the road in the ACAC tournament, your next home game is January 26th against Adam Central. So uh, the good news is you play at home a lot in February, but uh, how's the road warrior uh, mentality been for Heritage? Yeah, you know, the, the road warrior mentality is something that can make you tougher for later on the schedule, which is probably the only positive about it. But, you know, we're excited to be back at home tonight and have our home fan and protect our home court and, you know, hopefully go 2-0 and in conference and, keep us in first place and that's you know that's our goal this year but you know the road warrior mentality it's been tough but you know I think it's helping us grow and it's going to get us where we need to be come sectional time and how do you feel about going into that game against Southern Wells tonight yeah you know we're feeling um, hoping to score the ball and kind of get up press them and you know pressure them make them turn the ball over and hopefully you know start out strong right from the tip and you know just you know we've really been lacking scoring here lately so I'm hoping tonight it can be one of those confidence builder nights where we can get some some of these guys going like Leibarger, Kobe Meyer, um, Latte Cassell, and just really start out from the tip and, you know, hopefully go 2-0. That's the goal tonight. And, Coach, I, I like what you said there. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of times people don't realize um, that that aren't super basketball fans, I guess, would be, would be the best way to put it, that uh, uh, when you're struggling scoring a basketball, Sometimes it's more about your defense than it is about your offense. If you can get your defense to kind of get your offense rolling and get a couple easy baskets, it makes that half-court offense so much easier. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, just getting those stops, getting out in transition. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we're as a new staff, we're putting a new offense, new system. We know it's going to take time. It's, it's been kind of a struggle, but they're learning. You know, they're competing. They're getting better every day in practice, which is what we ask. But like you said, we want that defense to lead into the offense. And, you know, some of these games, we're getting wide open shots, but they're just not falling. But, you know, we're working in practice. You know, they're putting up a lot of shots. We we believe in them that they're going to fall. And, you know, we're, we're praying tonight's one of those nights that can kind of take off our season. And, uh, Coach, uh, now that we got tonight out of the way, let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, not only were you road warriors, um, back we talked to you on December 8th. Uh, the next night you played at Belmont. And then uh, you follow that up with a Tuesday game at Fort Wayne Blackhawk and uh, uh, might be two of the best teams in the area. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, talking to the staff, it's like some of these teams we want to put on our schedule. You know, it's a good test for us, and, you know, it's only going to make us tougher come sectional time. So, you know, some of these powerhouse teams, you know, I think it makes us, you know, you're going to take your lumps and you're, you're going to take your beatings. But, you know, the goal of that is, you know, to have these guys believe they can compete with anyone and then make you tougher come sectional time. But... Like you said, yeah, that, that Belmont team, they're, you know, they're tough as nails. Um, and then, Coach, uh, um, 
Of course, you're two and six on the year. You got to win right before the last coach's show. But uh, then you travel to South Adams. We we talked with Coach uh, Craig a little bit about this ball game, but uh, a really good win for you at South Adams. Uh, you pick up a, a 45 to 29 uh, victory, and uh, just to to add to that that scoring, uh, your win against Lakewood Park, you had 52 points. Uh, your second win against South Adams, you had 45 points. Your closest loss of the year against Whitco was a 48 to 45 ball game. So, to your point, when you can get up into that 50 point range, that that high 40s, low 50s, uh, you give yourself a good chance to win. Yeah, and you know you're completely right. We're, we've been preaching that too, and you know defensively, I think we're fine. And you know the guys compete and they play hard on defense. They get after us. So that's not an issue. But it's just scoring the ball. You know, if we can see that ball go through the basket, you know, I think it's going to put us in a lot of these games. And you know they're going to realize they can compete with anyone. And, you know, we're hoping to score the ball tonight. And then we got, you know, a tough matchup Tuesday night for the conference tournament against Woodland. And, you know, with that type of team, we're going to have to score the ball Tuesday night too. And uh, that win against South Adams, Coach Craig was basically talking about the fact that uh, um, that's a game that uh, you pretty much controlled. Yeah, you know, from the start, I thought we stuck to the game plan. We pressured them like we wanted to. And, um, you know, just kind of we did control the tempo for the most part and I thought it was a good win for us you know that we've only had one win at Lakewood all year and started out conference with a win that was great I was super proud of the guys they defended and you know I thought we still missed some of those easy layups and bunnies but you know we I thought we scored the ball a decent amount but also you know you clean up some of these misses and some of these missed shots you know you're looking in the mid 50s possibly 60s so you know we're just we're going to keep working and we're going to keep getting better. Yeah, I think people don't necessarily realize sometimes you just see a stat that they were, you know, five of 20 from two-point range or whatever, but then you're like, we missed two layups in there. And, and like, seven of 20 looks a whole lot better than five of 20. Right. No, you're totally right. Those those missed layups, they add up and they can cost you. So, you know, kind of in practice, I get on the kids all the time. If you miss a wide open layup, they know they're they're doing push-ups right away. They're stopping the drill doing push-ups because we're, we're trying to eliminate that. I just... I don't know. It's just something they've been kind of careless about, the mislabs and their costness. So, you know, we're trying to put a, our foot down on that as a coaching staff. And it's starting to pay off. So I'm hoping here as we keep going down in the season, we'll start to make more of these easy bunnies that we've been missing. Coach, between Christmas and New Year's, you, you got a, 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 as a coach for your first time, I don't know if you ever played over in Ohio as a player, but uh, you got a chance to uh, uh, go over to Salina and take on the – Bobcats? Is that what they are? I, th- yeah, I think so. I think so. The, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, Bulldogs. Yeah. Bulldog, Bobcats. And uh, uh, a relatively close ball game, but uh, they ended up uh, getting you 46-35. to 35. Yeah, you know, we knew that was going to be a tough one. Anytime you're crossing the state line, it's going to be a dog fight. You know, the officiating is probably not going to be on your side going into Ohio. We knew that. But, you know, it was just it was kind of disappointing. I didn't think our kids mentally were there. They were still stuck on that Christmas break mentality. and. As a staff, it was disappointing from that part, but, you know, they played hard, they competed, but we just, you know, as far as our offense, we didn't talk about what we wanted to do that week or that game, and that was the disappointing part. I didn't think we listened enough, but, you know, we took our lumps, but, you know, we, we're past that. We're looking forward to Southern Wells tonight. And finally, Coach, uh, I'll leave you with this question. Um, you're eight games, so you're about a third of the way through your season. How do you feel everything's going in your first year? Um, I Usually when I talk with the first-year coach, they they really talk about the experience, less about 
practice in games and more about the stuff that happens off the court that people have no idea is going on and all the work you have to do behind the scenes. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Just talking with Coach McClure here, yeah, you're totally right. Just the stuff you don't even imagine or picture as being a coach, is that's the stuff that kind of piles up on you. And just figuring all that out, you know, putting your AAU travel teams together, just ordering gear, laundry, just all this stuff, you know, it, it does add up. But you know what? It's going well, and, you know, i got a great group of kids, so it, that makes it easy. But like I said, it's probably not the start we wanted, but, you know, we're these kids coming every day, they're ready to get better, and they play hard. So we're just, you know, hoping to keep moving down and looking forward to finishing this conference season out and looking in sectional. Well, Coach, uh, good luck tonight against Southern Wells, and we'll talk to you in two weeks. Thank you. That's Coach Kyle Sovine of the Heritage Patriots, and that'll do it for this week's edition of the Leakey Brothers Plumbing and Heating High School Basketball Coaches Show hosted by the West End Restaurant, and we will have the girls' coaches next week. Until we meet again, this is Matt Commerce, as always, saying drive safely and God bless.